If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Thanks for listening to the Best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Thursday. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Well, we're 4-0. J-Mac and I have told you, take those underdogs and the points. Uh, I just think there's not that many good teams in the NBA this year. Great teams. You give somebody five or six points, and you tell them they're an underdog, and you tell them you shouldn't win this game. Chicago came out last night and just took it. And your guy, Zach Levine. Here we go. Well, he's very flashy. Talented. Skilled. (laughs) Hey, what would Zach Levine put up in Bill Russell's NBA? (laughs) 60 a night? I mean, goodness gracious. What a game last night. It was. So, the NBA is a star league. And uh, some of that's David Stern. Uh, Years ago, he took over. How many ever years ago he came into the league and said, you know, the name on the back of the jersey can be as valuable as the name on the front of the jersey. And he really saved the NBA. Um, and but you got to get the right star. So the Bulls have two stars, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. They are star players. They are like lower end A players, B plus A players. But are they the right stars? Because flashy stars get way too much credit from fans, right? It's like Hollywood. There's a th- there's ten thousand stars in Hollywood. There's ten thousand people probably directors, movie stars that would walk into a restaurant if you were there and you'd be like, oh my god. But how many of those stars in Hollywood get you to a theater? Tom Cruise, Denzel? How many get you to a streaming show? Not many. But there's thousands of stars in Los Angeles. Some are writers, some are directors. You'd you'd know if you saw, you'd be like, oh my God, take a picture. I can't believe. But are they the right star that can move the needle, move you into stuff? In the NBA, about seven of those guys, just like Hollywood. But there's a lot of stars, and Zach Levine is spectacular, but he's been with the Bulls six years, one playoff series, and they essentially got swept, a gentleman sweep by Milwaukee. Well, he doesn't have a lot to work with. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's a six-time All-Star. LeBron loved Alex Caruso. Vucevic is a two-time All-Star, and this is the East. One playoff series, six years in the East. The middle and bottom of the East is dreck. It's bad. It's weak. It's not very good. Yes, he is a spectacular star. But like Kyrie and Mello, what do I get for it? If you look at the seven or eight guys in this league that can, as they say, put people in the theater, they're layered. Kawhi Leonard, great defensive player. Get a bucket. Steph Curry, leadership. They, they have some flash too. Giannis, Kevin Durant. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, by the way, can defend, can rebound, can block shots. There's layers to it. All those guys have flash, 
But those are guys like in Hollywood that get you into a theater. Hollywood full of stars and the NBA is full of stars. And more than any league, the NBA promotes theirs. But so often fans are fooled by the flash of it. And you just think, you know, Kyrie is Steph Curry's equal. It is not close. One's a smarter player. One's more selfless. One at least tries defensively. One is willing to step back if they play with a star and give him the big shot. Steph and Kyrie are not even close. Not even close. But for a lot of fans, jersey sales, oh, it's the same guy. And Zach Levine and Kawhi. I think a lot of people are like, oh, they're ball, one guy, this, that. No, Kawhi is a great defender. A great, is he always available? No, but he can win a series. Last night, Zach Levine won a game. And his coach acknowledged he won a game. He was phenomenal. What he did at the end of the third quarter and going into the fourth, uh, in part of the beginning of the fourth before he came back out, it would have been very, very difficult for us to have won that game if he had not done that. So his performance was extraordinary, and it gave us life, and it gave us a hope. Not denying that. J-Mac loves him. I am not denying that Carmelo and Kyrie and Zach Levine can win you a game. But are they layered? The analytics say they give you more than flash and hope and six years Chicago surrounded by some all-stars. LeBron loved playing with Alex Caruso, and he's not an all-star. I got to win. I'll make a bet. Chicago faces Miami next and gets dragged. Loses. I'll make you that bet. I'm four for four. I'll take that bet. Okay, so uh, there's a lot of stuff swirling, as J-Mac knows, about the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So the first story I saw today, the Packers and the Jets haven't talked Aaron Rodgers trade in weeks, so it's stalled. Uh, here's the other thing. The Packers want, according to stories here, Yahoo Sports, Charles Robinson, he's legit. The Packers want a second rounder this year and a first rounder next year. We've talked about on this show. I think that was J-Mac's idea. That seems reasonable. Does everybody understand Aaron Rodgers, Jets, Packers deal could be done tomorrow? Now, Aaron's letting you think that he has no control over it. Aaron's got all the control over it. If Aaron came out tomorrow and said, I am in for three years in New York, the deal's done. If he came in and said, I'm absolutely playing for two years in New York, I will commit to two years, the deal's done. Because that's what the Jets are afraid of. But Aaron's indifference is all he has these days, right? Like he's not winning playoff games. He's not going to be Brady or Mahomes. He's not going to win that much. And in the last three and four years, his superpower has been R-E-L-A-X, relax. Russell Wilson in Denver may have been a disaster, but at least Sean Payton goes in and knows he's got his guy for the duration. He may not want him for the duration, but he's got the commitment for the duration. I tell my kids this all the time. What you want in life, you'll get. If you want a big social circle, you'll create one. If you want to make money, you'll do that. You're smart enough. If you want less stress in your life, you'll create that. If you really think of what matters to you in your life, most people get it. Some people, it's career aspirations. Some people, it's great relationships with their kids. Some people, it's party time. Surround yourself with party friends. You'll get what you want. Aaron Rodgers is getting what he's want. Getting what he wants. Aaron right now is more committed to the chess match then he is winning. How do I know that? Because Aaron's smart, and Aaron took the most money, and Aaron knows if you take the most money, you don't win as much. That's why Jalen Hurts reportedly wants to take a little team-friendly deal. Why? He's telling me winning matters most. That is why Tom Brady always took less. Why? Tom's number one priority was winning games. Patrick Mahomes, first contract, team-friendly. Winning matters most, not stacking dollar bills. Aaron took the biggest deal, telling you it's about the money. And it, if you look at what he's committed to, Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career is committed to having leverage and power and winning the chess match more than he is winning playoff games. How do I know? Because he's smart and he's talented and he's made decisions which hinder one and help the other. Let's be honest, in Green Bay, he wasn't winning playoff games at the end, but he had power. It got him a huge contract. And then eventually it got him out of town. But you will get in your life what matters to you. And Aaron has made multiple 
choices that the money and the leverage and the final say is the most important thing. Aaron's too smart to think, yeah, I cannot show up in the offseason, and that's really going to help rookie receivers. He knew it was going to hurt the rookie receivers, but he wanted the power and the leverage to not allow the Packers to control his offseasons. Aaron's smart enough to know if you take the most money, it's going to limit your roster. He's a smart cat. Went to Cal. We know he's bright. So you get what you want. Aaron now is more concerned with winning the chess match, having leverage, control, and power, even vaccines. He doesn't want anybody to have power over him. He's going to do what he wants to do, and that's fine. But Aaron knows he could solve this tomorrow with a press release. I'm in two years minimum, hopefully three. Deal's done. That's what the Jets are waiting for. But Aaron's way too smart to think, yeah, we just drafted a couple of rookie receivers. I'm not going to go to OTAs. That'll work out well. He knew it wouldn't. He knew it would be choppy. He knew they needed him when he took the most money. You're not dumb. He sees what Brady's doing, Bree's doing. When they took less money, they won more games. You get what you want. Aaron right now could do the Jets a solid. I'm in for two years, minimum three. Then they could get on their way, get him in camp, know exactly what to draft, but that's not the most important thing to Aaron right now. Winning the chess match, having control and power, is. A lot of people are that way. I would prefer my quarterbacks aren't. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovas is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance, pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, Limited time, just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovis, only at Decovis.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. 
Story out yesterday, Saquon Barkley, star running back for the Giants, will not sign the franchise tag. That means he could not show up. Uh, he wants a, a longer-term deal. They have offered him a deal about $12 million a year, according to reports. He declined that, uh, and he's been hurt, as you know, multiple times, three straight years. Uh, he had injury, injury, injury for three straight years. Uh, last year, he was very productive. But ask yourself, if you have a truly great quarterback, that you really believe is the centerpiece of your offense, would you need to sign Saquon Barkley at all? I mean, the Steelers let Le'Veon Bell walk, who at the time was great. They had Big Ben. The Chiefs have now moved mostly off their first-round running back. Last year, they used a seventh-round running back. They've got Patrick Mahomes. The Chargers reportedly have told Austin Eckler, seek a trade. They got Justin Herbert. The Patriots, for years, it was a revolving door at running back. Sometimes a really good running back the following week would be DNP, did not play, did not dress. They had Tom Brady. Philadelphia, Miles Sanders made a Pro Bowl. Let him walk. They have Jalen Hurts. If you truly believe the quarterback is the guy, you're not getting committed to an often injured running back. I like Saquon Barkley, but the, the reality is, the owner loves him, Daniel Jones. And therefore, the GM and the coach don't and know they need Saquon Markley. But if you have a great quarterback, it's very 1995. You know, that's, that's 20, 27 years ago, 20, how, almost 30 years ago. That was a different era. Back then, if you had a running back, Terrell Davis had two rings. Emmett got you three. Elway never got Super Bowls without Terrell Davis. Different league, two rings. Emmett Smith, three rings. Marshall Falk, a ring. You're running back. You could you could pay over and over again. Different league. Now the middle of the field is owned by offense. It's more quarterback wide receiver league. Go look at the last ten years. The best running back. Show me the rings for Todd Gurley and Adrian Peterson and Derek Hill and Zeke and Le'Veon Bell. Show me the rings. So when, when, if, if, if they're going to cave on this, the Giants are going to cave, it tells you in the room they have major doubts about Daniel Jones. They can say whatever they want to the media. They can say whatever they want in a press release. But in 2023, a running back who's been hurt three separate seasons, you're not signing a big contract. You think Kansas City would? I mean, the Steelers let Le'Veon Bell walk. At the time, he was great. Let him walk. They had Big Ben. We'll figure it out. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I love KD, and Westbrook wears me out. Uh, but they're both going to be Hall of Fame players. I just I think there's more layers. I think KD's a great defensive player. Uh, he can plug and play. He doesn't need the ball. He gets along with everybody. Uh, he just he lubricates, and sometimes Westbrook agitates. Uh, same with all people. I, I tend to like lubricators, not agitators. And so um, they're going to play in a series now because now Westbrook is a Clipper and Katie's obviously a Phoenix Sun. And they're going to meet. Uh, they're going to play this is it Sunday. Good God. KD and Chris Paul got a lot of time off. They're going to be rested and ready to go. And Westbrook says, uh, there's no beef. I know we play together. There's no beef. I think people still think it's like there's some beef or something. There's no beef. Of any sort, I think that's a, a, a good narrative for you know, <laughs> for media, for people to talk about. But there's no beef, man. I got uh, nothing but respect for him and things he's done uh, with his career and having to see him back from injury. Uh, there's no beef um, at all, but he knows I'm going to compete, and I know he's going to compete, and that's all it is. So when they played together in Oklahoma City, Westbrook and Katie, they won 62% of their games. Since they've broken up, Westbrook has come down 10%. He's won 52% of his games. And KD's moved up 10%. He's won 72% of his games. A 20% swing. KD's got two titles, two MVPs. His winning percentage, 72%. In fact, I, don't, I couldn't tell you the specific last time KD lost a game this year. I think it's in November. Westbrook has a regular season MVP, one playoff series win, no rings, no finals, and is viewed as toxic. But I think part of greatness, you know, we kind of look at greatness as just it stands alone. Part of it is the ability to elevate others, right, or to hide flaws. A great actor 
can make an average script better. He can't make a bad script great. You're not going to make a bad script good, fellas. Okay, uh, but you can take an, uh, a decent script and make it a really good movie. That's what a great actor can do. And, and I think Joe Burrow did this with the Bengals. We don't love their owner, uh, bad offensive line. They had a brand new defense they just paid for. Receivers were really young kids, and they get to a Super Bowl. That's greatness, the ability to hide flaws. And it's, what's funny about, to me, Westbrook and KD, when Westbrook was playing – with the Thunder, nobody talked about how bad his hands were or how rigid his style was. It was like, he's unbelievable. He's so athletic. Look at the points you get. We didn't really talk about his flaws. We really didn't. In fact, most of you loved his loyalty and how hard he played. Since they've separated, it's all you talk about. Like, oh my God, Westbrook has one way to play. Hair on fire, 100 miles an hour, can't play off the ball, some of the worst hands I've ever seen for a guard. Like, can't shoot, can't pass. I mean, again, can't pass. He has the ball in his hand so much, he'll end up with a lot of assists. But I, I think the greatness with Kevin Durant, if you really want to talk about the greatness, he got Westbrook to a finals. If you want to talk about the greatness of LeBron James, he dominated the Eastern Conference with Kyrie. Kyrie blew up the solid Celtics. The Mavs are a mess. Brooklyn. Like LeBron won a championship, beat the dynasty with Kyrie Irving. That's a shot at his greatness. Kevin Durant and Westbrook won 62% of their games. They got along for years and they got to a finals. If you're ever questioning how good Kevin Durant is, start right there. The great ones hide flaws. They make average coaches look pretty good and pretty good coaches often look great. They take a player who plays one way, only one way, incredibly rigid, and they get to a finals. That's the greatness of LeBron James. Kyrie doesn't get along with anybody. Moody can't play. Bad defender. LeBron just washed over it. All of a sudden, we all thought Kyrie was a great player. Before LeBron and after, he's just a great scorer and nothing more. You get nothing else after that. And so, uh, you know, it, it, it is. it's a different analogy but it's like Antonio Brown with Mike Tomlin when Antonio Brown was with Mike Tomlin you're like hey a little bit of drama he leaves the Steelers and you're like man that guy is trouble in Pittsburgh he was talented yeah, a little temperamental you had that video of him throwing stuff in the sidelines and barking Mike Tomlin kept it all together right Lavian Bell, kind of dramatic, a little dramatic with the Steelers, but very productive. Lavian Bell leaves the Steelers. A.B. leaves the Steelers. And what happens to their careers? Because that's why Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Took me a while to figure Tomlin out, but he kept that stuff all together. You didn't really see A.B. and Lavian Bell. You didn't really see the truth. He hit it over those flaws. So, And I know this is not another shot. I, I think the Clippers' son's going to be a fascinating series. But we didn't talk about all Westbrook's flaws when he was at OKC. Everybody, everybody loved it. I mean, yeah, it was like when, 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 when Durant left, you were, a lot of people sided with keeping Westbrook. Look at what Kevin's done, and look at what Westbrook's done. That's a big swath. That, that's 20% difference winning percentage. One guy works with nobody. Another guy works with everybody. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn five bucks into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet five and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. 
Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Code her. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time. Just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovas, only at Decovas.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. All right, so I'm going to go through. Let's just lay it out. That's what we do, J-Mac. We give opinions. Hold us accountable. I'm going to give you the why and who I'm picking in the NBA playoffs. So let's start with the East. Okay. I think Miami is going to beat the Bulls, and then the Bucks in the first round will beat the Heat. Uh, the Heat have the worst scoring offense in the NBA Points are hard, and you got Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez, elite defenders. I just don't think I don't think Miami could score enough to beat Milwaukee, so they would win the first round. Cavs, Knicks, Julius Randle may miss the start of that series, and I just think again, buckets. Cavs can shoot the three; they can drive and score. Um, the Knicks are allowing thirteen made threes a game, and again, the Cavs can shoot the three, top twelve in the league. Cavs got too many buckets here. 76ers nets. I don't think it's terribly close. The 76ers have three different guys scoring 20, Maxi, Harden, Embiid. Um, and so I, I think they'll vanquish the nets pretty quickly. Uh, Celtics over the Hawks. Again, I don't think that's going to be highly competitive. I think you get a, a reasonably well-rested uh, Boston team that plays real defense. I feel like it's it's a lot of Trey Young for the Hawks. Hawks are 0-3 against the Celtics this year. So I don't think it's a terribly great matchup for Atlanta. All right, we go back to the top. Milwaukee, second round now. Milwaukee, I would take Bucks over the Cavs, mostly because one is the oldest team in the league and one is one of the youngest teams in the league. And I think age and wisdom uh, matters. Uh, by the way, the Bucks are 42-12 and 12 when Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Brooke Lopez, their three best defenders, play. So I think that the buckles will be harder to come by. Um, you just got a bigger, older, stronger team, and they'll kind of power their way. Cleveland will win a game, though. Cleveland will be fun to watch. 
76ers Celtics I think Boston dominated him in the regular season the only game they didn't beat Philadelphia was when Jalen Brown and uh, Robert Williams didn't play um and so Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum highest scoring duo in the NBA they can both hit their free throws late they'll both defend I kind of know what I'm getting I like Boston a lot uh and then you get the series I think we all understand I think it's 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 an interesting series. I think Boston matches up pretty well with them if Robert Williams is healthy. That's a real question because playoff basketball is more physical and it's more physically demanding. So in the conference finals, uh, Giannis averaged 29, 29 a game against Boston. But again, they, they held Robert Williams out a lot this year. They bubble wrapped him to get him healthy for the playoffs. This is a go-either-way series. The winner of this series, I believe, wins the NBA championship. Um, I, I feel like I feel like Milwaukee's just got a guy or two more that can hit a basket, but I think those are the two best teams in the NBA as currently constructed. I do think Milwaukee is going to have to make some real changes after this year. They're getting old and slow. Really quickly, Chris Middleton is not the same player, but between Drew, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, uh, Connington, uh, I just think they've just got enough guys. Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, they'll just be able to lean on a couple of more guys to get baskets, and I'll take Milwaukee. But they're getting old. Uh, let's go to the West. Nuggets, I think the Thunder are going to beat the T-Wolves. That is my guess, but I think it doesn't matter. The Nuggets are going to beat whoever they play. Listen, the Nuggets are the most efficient offense in the league, and a lot of that's just Jokic. I mean, he's shooting 60%. The Thunder are the youngest team, not the most efficient, and the T-Wolves have drama, so it doesn't really matter who they play. I, I, I think Denver is well-coached, highly efficient. I think it's had overrated, but they'll win the They'll win the series. Uh, Suns against the Clippers. I don't think it's a great matchup for the Clippers. Um, I think, let's be honest about the Clippers. They're under 500 without Paul George. If they had Paul George, it's a different series. I think it goes seven. But the Suns are 8-0 with KD. He is exactly what they needed. Length defensively, a shot maker who doesn't need the ball in his hands. Uh, so I think Phoenix wins and convincingly. With Paul George, different series. It could go seven and go either way. Uh, Kings Warriors, it'll be feisty, but you're talking about a team that never gets to the playoffs and one that gets there every year, six of the last eight years to the finals. I think the Warriors now, their biggest issue is how many minutes do you get from Wiggins and Payton? Uh, I, I do think Sacramento probably wins the opener, but I get I get the better coach, the better overall experience roster. I think officiating will be a factor in this series because I think the way for the Warriors to win is just keep throwing bodies and pushing around De'Aaron Fox and wear him down. And I think over the course of the series, De'Aaron Fox will get worn down a little and the Warriors will prevail. And then... Um, Lakers, Grizzlies, go either way. I'd probably take the Lakers. I've said before, I thought they'd beat many, and I think they'll win their first series. The Grizzlies are the second youngest team in the playoffs. They've had some drama this year. Their front court, they don't have Steven Adams or, or Clark. And by the way, the Lakers are 14-1. LeBron's 14-1 in his career in the first round. He's really good in the first round. So, And by the way, especially as he ages, that's the freshest LeBron James, the first round. So I'll take the Lakers. Uh, then we go to the second round. Um, it's going to be a good series. I would take the Suns over uh, the Nuggets. Um, when KD plays, they allow 105 points a game. That's the number one scoring defense in the league. Do you know that? People forget how good of a defender Kevin Durant is. So when he's played so far this season, you know you get offense. You know you got a good coach. You may have bench concerns. But I think they're a better defensive team than Denver, and they're equally uh, offensive with Kevin Durant, Booker, and so I would take the Suns. But it won't be easy. Denver will win a game or two in Denver. Uh, Warriors, Lakers won't be close. They'll just throw. That's not going to work. Austin Reeves against Peyton, Poole, Clay. They're going to throw so many bodies. And you got D'Angelo Russell and Reeves. One guy's undrafted, one's flaky. You're going to need LeBron to play 40 minutes in these games. I think the Lakers could split the first couple of games. They just don't have the depth of players. Eventually, the Warriors just throw too many bodies, too many three-point shooters. Lakers don't really have one elite three-point shooter on the team. 
The Warriors are the best three-point shooting team in the league. Conference finals, Suns Warriors, this is epic. I don't even know who I like. I, I, I'm going to say, because I'm going to stick with what I believe. I just don't know how the Wiggins thing and the Gary Payton taking minutes from Jordan Poole thing is going to work out in the locker room. I just don't know. I think the Warriors are good at that. I think I would take the Suns in this game. Um, you know, Suns were good against the Warriors. I think with KD, they match up well. I just, I just think the Warriors... You can't be that bad on the road and have that many injuries and insert people suddenly in the playoffs and get to the finals. I just don't think it's going to work. I think they're going to meet their ceiling with the Phoenix Suns. And then I think um, Phoenix, Milwaukee, I would love to see KD win in Phoenix. I think it's a great, great final. I have a bad vibe that either Chris Paul, KD, I just, there's a health thing there. By the way, the Bucks are the oldest team in the league, and I think the Suns are the second oldest team in the West. So if you look at my predictions, it's a lot of old veteran teams, coaches, and players. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. So red flag. NFL personnel believe Ohio State C.J. Stroud is not easy to coach. So former exec Mike Lombardi used to work here. Uh, he said, uh, C.J. Stroud's an interesting guy, said Lombardi. You talk to people in the league, and they'll tell you C.J. Stroud, it's not a knock, it's a conversation. Not the easiest guy to coach. Uh, you know, uh, what I've done is ask people, hey, if you heard C.J. Stroud's not an easy guy to coach, and everybody echoes that back to you. Okay, so then there's a story today. The Texans not a lock to take a quarterback with a number two pick. So what, who does it benefit for this to be out? It could benefit the Texans to be out. So if they don't take C.J. Stroud, they don't get crushed because they can say, hey, man, you heard the rumors. This guy's tough to coach. It could benefit the Colts, certainly, right? Because the Colts could be saying, we like C.J. Stroud. We want the bad vibes out there so people pass on him. So who does it benefit? Maybe it doesn't benefit anybody. It's just the truth. But I've said this before. I watch, I watch a lot of Ohio State Big Ten football games, right? So I saw them six times a year. I don't watch all their games, but the big games. Five, six times a year. I never said, wow, with C.J. Stroud. I said, wow, with Buckeye receivers. I've, I say, wow, a lot with Ohio State. The pass rusher, a great corner. They have great receivers. He didn't make me say, wow. That's my knock. Doesn't mean he's bad. He's accurate. But I think um, the comp on him is Jared Goff. And I think... It's a great comp, but I think Goff's better. And, and, and as good as Goff was this year, nobody sees him as the, you know, you want to get him, you want the Lions to draft a quarterback. So I think the comp is Jared Goff, but I don't think he's nearly as good a thrower as Jared Goff. And I like Jared Goff. I think he's 10, 11, 12th best quarterback in the league. So second, third best quarterback right now, Stafford, Jalen Hurts, and then Jared Goff would be in a short conversation, third best quarterback in the NFC. So it was interesting yesterday, I thought this was substantial, Jordan Palmer, who coached Mahomes and Josh Allen, he's coached all these guys. Um, he talked about Bryce Young and a conversation that Jordan Palmer had with his friend, Steve Sarkeesian. I remember I was talking to Steve Sarkeesian. He was at Alabama, and 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 Bryce had just decommitted from USC to commit to Alabama. And I was talking to Sark. Sark was my older brother Carson's quarterback coach at USC, so I go way back with Sark. And he goes, we don't know what we have in Mac Jones, because he hadn't played yet, right? And he, this is the only high school kid in the country that I've ever recruited who I think could step right in as a true freshman and handle being the quarterback at Alabama. The confidence in a Steve Sarkeesian to to, have, to play this true freshman if you have to. I just think it's going to be the same thing in the league. So years ago, uh, Bryce Young was in high school in L.A., and there was another great quarterback. There were two five-star quarterbacks. Clemson got one, and Alabama got the other. And I remember talking to somebody on USC staff, and I said, if you could choose Bryce Young or the other kid, who would you choose? And it was like, oh, no, 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 Bryce Young. I mean, the other guy's a five-star guy. And they're like, yeah, but he's, he, he doesn't see the field as well. He's a big, strong athlete. We're not sure he's going to be a great quarterback. He's just re he's really, really talented, but he's not Bryce Young. Like, they put Bryce Young as a junior in high school in a totally different – and both were five stars out of California. But, but Bryce was seen in high school. 
just more alert, more refined, more polished, more mature, better thrower. So this isn't like a new thing. Like Bryce Young, what, Star- what Sark told Jordan Palmer is what I heard like four years ago in high school. They were like, there were two five-star high school quarterbacks. Everybody was like, no, oh, Bryce Young's the best one out of this area in years. He's the best quarterback in L.A., by the way. Orange County and L.A. County has a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, Brady's a California kid. Josh Allen is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is. This state produces a lot of great high school quarterbacks. The coaching's excellent. The weather's perfect. You can throw year-round. The passing camps. So I just, when I watch C.J. Stroud, I never go, wow. When I watch Bryce Young's high school tape, it's like, wow. I was told by somebody at USC, watch his tape and look for this, this, and this. And you're like, the guy's 17. It's like, wow. Can I ask you if you said, wow, one time or 20 times when C.J. Stroud was playing Georgia to a near stalemate, and they led Georgia big on December 31st. He had 348 yards passing, four touchdowns, no picks, 67% completions, a 27-yard run. Okay. I said, wow, multiple times. No, you know what I said? Wow, Georgia's great defense can't cover the Buckeyes receivers. Mm, Remember Harrison? Remember that? I thought Ohio State was the better team that day. Yeah. They outplayed him. A lot of it had to do with their quarterback. The only time in that game I said, wow, is when he ran for 27 yards. And I didn't go, wow, he's amazingly fast. I said, wow, how come they didn't run him all year? It was more of a coaching question than being amazed by C.J. Stroud. And it was like, why didn't they run him? It wasn't like he flew past people. He kind of ran upright. I wasn't like, wow. Look, It was like, wow. Did they protect him all year? I didn't but know he could run. Even Harrison's catches, it's not like he's like having to make incredible plays. No, he's Stroud was making, putting the ball no, in no. tight windows. He was making great throws. No, no he's very accurate. He is a first-round quarterback, you know, does he? But he's, does he feel like the second best player you saw in college football? No, and I, I think, don't. Think, I, don't think, I don't think he's the best player on Ohio State's football team. Yeah, and this is how you know the Texans are not taking him. In the offseason, they signed Case Keenum. There's their two quarterbacks are Davis Mills and Case Keenum. They're not taking CJ Stroud second. They, I'm not saying they love Keenum; he's amazing or Mills, but they are in position with these two quarterbacks. You got a defensive coach. Let's get a defender. If we're not good next year, guess what? A couple good quarterbacks at the top of the draft. It's a soft tank. They're not taking Stroud second. No, if you go to Ohio State right now and ask a Buckeye fan privately, who are the most talented players in your team? Harrison and the receiver in the first round this year. And the left left tackle's pretty good. Paris Johnson, I I think. I don't know how many sacks he gave I think Paris Johnson's a much better left tackle prospect than C.J. Stroud is a quarterback prospect. So he's fourth. On that team. And again, I don't have their entire depth chart. There may be somebody else they love. Maybe a defender. I don't, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying is, if you look at Alabama, that generally has slightly better talent than Ohio State, Bryce Young's the best player. Will Anderson's talented, but Will Anderson isn't viewed as like a Chase Young. Even I mean, he's, he's, he's a good, he's a very good yeah. rush end. But I think Nick Saban would go, yeah, Bryce Young yeah. is. So let me ask you, you brought up the seven-on-seven stuff, and I'm just thinking out loud here. That's nothing like the NFL. The seven-on-seven maybe can apply to college because you've got great players at Alabama. And and, CJ Stroud drops back in clean pockets and is just throwing. You get to the NFL and you've got smart defensive coaches. You've got bigger, faster, stronger everywhere. You don't have great five-star offensive linemen all over the place. This idea that Bryce Young's going to come in, sit back in the pocket, be all cerebral and dominate. Time time out. Maybe not out of the gate. What is the one conference in college football that looks like the NFL? The SEC. SEC. He was great. Ohio State's never had a great NFL quarterback. One of the reasons is, outside of Michigan, who does Ohio State play all year that can match up NFL body to NFL body? The answer is nobody, and most are a mile from it. Wisconsin's about culture, not talent. Illinois, Purdue, Iowa, Nebraska, Maryland, they're not close. Michigan can match up, not, not quite, but they're in the same class, NFL bodies. As good as Alabama is, Georgia has as much or more talent. LSU historically as much as more talent. Hell, there have been years that Florida and Auburn can go toe-to-toe with Alabama. Like, I think it's a – and now you're adding Texas bodies and Oklahoma. So I think the SEC gives yeah. me a truer sense of what a player is. Okay, that's a great point. Bryce Young in the SEC this year did not face Georgia, but he did in the Natty in 2021. 
and Georgia ate his lunch. Now, that was a historically great defense. It was the best defense I've ever seen in college. Ever. And Bryce Young struggled mightily. You know, you know, I mean, everybody I know 350, did. 70, 370 yards passing, but two picks. Uh, he had the pick six at the end, sacked four times. Not his best effort. And this year, you talk about the SEC like, oh, facing Ole Miss. They've never played defense. Uh, LSU, they, they don't play a lick of defense. Tennessee, 52-49, like Hendon Hooker looked like an, an incredible quarterback. I, I know everybody likes Bryce Young. This was not a great year in the SEC defensively outside of Georgia, and we saw what C.J. Stroud did to them. So I, I can like Bryce Young, but I just have a lot more questions than, yeah, he's definitely number one. Let me, let me bring him in. All right, that's fair. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. I haven't talked to Chris Broussard in a while, maybe a week. we got a lot of stuff here to talk about. Let's bring him in. First things first, co-host, radio show, The Odd Couple. Okay, I made my predictions earlier. I, I've said before with the Lakers, they were going to win the playoff game, and I think they'll jump on Memphis early. They don't want to get into a track meet because Memphis has depth and youth. So there's a way the Lakers have to play against Memphis. They don't want to get into a seven-game series. They're old. Let's get in. Let's win game one. Let's shift it. My takeaway is I do think the Lakers, because Steven Adams is out and Clark, they've lost some bigs. I do think that's enough of a break for the Lakers to win a five or six games. Your thoughts on that? What, what do you see transpiring in that series? I hear what you're saying because there's a lot of reasons to think the Lakers will win. One, obviously, it's hard to bet against LeBron and AD. You never can count them out. But like you said, with Steven Adams and, and Brandon Clark out, those are two of Memphis's bigs. So AD should be able to dominate the series. Now, I know Jaron Jackson Jr., is a phenomenal defender, might be defensive player of the year. He was second on my ballot. The problem with him, and the reason I didn't vote him defensive player of the year, was he fouls too much. He leads the league second to Carl Anthony Towns in fouls per game, and you saw what happened to Carl Anthony Towns on Tuesday. So if they AD should be able to get Jaron Jackson in foul trouble, and then it'll be tough for Memphis to win this series. That said, Colin, I'm picking the Grizzlies. I'm picking the Grizzlies. I just look at the Lakers, and I don't think they've been playing nearly as well as everybody says. Um, they've gone 7-2, and two, I believe, since LeBron came back. But if you look at the victories, yeah. they beat Utah twice when Utah's trying to lose. They don't have their two best players. They beat Phoenix without its four best players. They beat Chicago. They beat Houston. They struggled against Minnesota on Tuesday with Anthony Edwards having one of the worst games of his career. And, and that was at home in a must-win, essentially a must-win situation. So I think Memphis, John Moran, I don't think is going to disappear like Anthony Edwards did. Uh, Desmond Bain, they, they can shoot. You know, they're not a great shooting team, but he's a great shooter. And they're not scared. Now, they are immature. So I think the Lakers, yes. with their experience, maybe can that'll carry them to victory. But I like Memphis's attitude, and I think they can get the Lakers in a long series. Yeah, I mean, you could see how it could go sideways, because I watched the Lakers the other night, and you make good points. They've beaten teams, but they've been bad teams. They don't really have a dependable yeah. third score. I mean, it was the other night it was Schroeder. It's often right. Austin Reeves. I do not trust uh, Malik Beasley's a nice kid, but he vanishes. J- J- Vanderbilt had zero points the other night. The Angelo Russell, I do not trust in big spots. So you could see the Lakers. Wow. You go to Memphis, the crowd's loud. They fall behind. Uh, it could certainly teeter that way. Now, Sacramento-Golden State, I honestly believe this is the one of the most fascinating series. A team with no experience and a team loaded with it. A young team and an old team. He, I'll tell you how I think it's going to look. Is that Golden State has so much depth at guard. They're just going to throw so many bodies to bang on De'Aaron Fox. They want to wear him out. De'Aaron may have very good early games, but they're going to keep put Peyton on him. They're going to throw Dante DiVincenzo at it. They got a lot of fouls to give, and they're going to be completely physical with De'Aaron Fox. And as the series goes on, he'll be less efficient, and I'll take Golden State. I think I, I don't think I I don't remember a team in the NBA with this much guard depth. I mean, Golden State's got pool. Yeah. Clay, Steph, Dante, yeah. Peyton. So that my, that's my takeaway. It's a longer series, Golden State. Your thoughts? 
I'm with you. I got Golden State, uh, and I got them in five. I, I've got Golden State winning it all. Now, I know I'm out on a limb uh, an island because they obviously had the poor road record this year, but Andrew Wiggins coming back is huge. And in this series in particular, Sacramento's horrible defensively. They were 25th in the league defensively, which is odd because Mike Brown in his first and second iterations as a head coach was a tremendous defensive coach. Now, obviously, he's been great on the offensive end, will probably be coach of the year and should be, got my vote. But I think the lack of experience, as you said, and the fact that they're really going to try to outscore Golden State because that's what they do. They've outscored teams this season. And, Colin, as great as Sacramento's been, since the All-Star break, they basically the two teams have basically the same record. Uh, Golden State, like I said, and they've done that without Wiggins for the whole you know, second half of the season. And a lot of those games without Steph, as you said, they got Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, huge scores. Wiggins is a really good three-point shooter in addition to his defense. So with Wiggins and uh, Gary Payton the second, I think defensively they'll be able to throw some things that rattle uh, Sacramento and then obviously Draymond. So I like the, the Warriors in this series pretty pretty handily well when you look at the east I, I feel like it's so much easier to predict so i'll stay on the west here so i like the suns over the clippers if paul george played it could be a different series but they're a sub 500 team without paul george so my takeaway is phoenix and also the game's not till sunday so kd is going to be totally rested chris paul's going to be rested and they're winning game one so I think very early Phoenix is going to assert themselves. I mean, what, what what does KD and Chris Paul need? Rest. They're and they didn't play right. at the end. I mean, they are they are going to be as that's as rested as KD's been, not counting an injury in years. So that's how I view it. Do you view that as a quick series? Yeah, I think Phoenix clearly wins, and I agree. If Paul George were playing, and maybe he'll come back at at some point in the series, that would be huge. Um, but I, I picked Phoenix in six. I wouldn't be surprised if it's five. Here's what I like about the Clippers, and I, I don't think they can win this series or will win it. But I, Kawhi Leonard has been healthy, and he's obviously playing great. And I am sure he's definitely not afraid of Kevin Durant. And I think he's going to looking forward to the matchup with Kevin Durant. I know it was years ago, but you remember when Kawhi was still in San Antonio. And they were facing the Warriors with Kevin Durant, and he got injured in game one in the third quarter, but he was they were up 22. The Spurs were shocking everybody up 22 in that first game. So I just think Kawhi, when he's healthy, he's one of the most dangerous players in the league. Westbrook, for all his flaws, he and he said there's no beef, and there may I doubt there's a beef at this point with him and Kevin Durant, but I'm sure. He is looking forward to this series because clearly he's lost the divorce, right? Durant's got two championships, all that stuff. But a way to get just a little bit of get back for Westbrook would be if he could somehow knock Kevin Durant out of the playoffs and leave that yeah but on Durant's resume, which is, yeah, he's got two rings, but they, that, that was a stacked team. So I just think that the, 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 the Clippers with Ty Lue as a great coach and the, the attitude of Westbrook and Kawhi, I think they can make it uh, challenging for the Suns, although I think Phoenix will prevail. Okay. Uh, the, the, the team, because I think I know who's going to win all these series. But there's a reason that the Cleveland Knicks series is fascinating. Cleveland's going to win this thing. They got too many shot makers. I just don't. If Julius yeah. Randle doesn't play for a couple games, it could get ugly. But my takeaway is Jalen Brunson and Randle could be part of a really good team. But you need a guy. You need to get another guy. Randle's a three. Brunson's a two on a championship team yeah. or a, a team in a championship window. When the Knicks lose this series, uh, there's going to be a Kyrie. I think the Lakers would absolutely listen to an AD pitch. There's Dame Lillard, although I don't know if he fits with Jalen Brunson. They're both small. So I'm going to look ahead. When the Knicks lose this series to Cleveland, who's got, I think Cleveland's one of the only teams in the East that could shock the world and knock off a Milwaukee or a Philly or a Boston. What are they going to do in New York? What are they going to do? Because they're going to lose this series, and if Randall doesn't play, they may get swept. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And it's going to be tough to see what they do. You mentioned Damian Lillard. Um, look, if they move him, they're going to want young players and draft picks. Portland, I'm talking about. And as you said, he's a guard. They're fine on the perimeter. Uh, Anthony Davis would be interesting. But again, I don't think they have what the Lakers would want to trade for an AD. So I, I don't know the answer. Um, Jalen Brunson is a keeper. Yeah. And even though Julius Randle has been great and his numbers are great, People will tell you that Brunson's been the key yes. to why they've really yes. played so well this season. He's one of the best clutch players in the league this season. And so he's he's been surprisingly good for them. We knew he'd be good, but this good is a surprise. Look, Donovan Mitchell was the guy. And yes. I know Danny Ainge was going to make them pay if they were going to get him. But they missed their chance to get him. They're always hunting for that superstar you're talking about, Colin, and they haven't been able to get him. That's right. Since uh, I've, I've been like since Allen Houston and, and <laughs> Latrell Sprewell and Larry Johnson and those yeah. guys. So that's when I was covering them. So I, it's going to be challenging because you don't want to just be stuck in that fifth seed. Oh, that's right. Which is kind of where they're at yep. for maybe the next few years. Yeah, and I think I think this is a bad matchup. I think Cavs is a bad matchup for the Knicks. I think they can hit the three. I think they've got a big in Evan Mobley. They've got a star that can get buckets. Uh, and I know how New York reacts. You see it in baseball. You see it in the NFL. If they get swept yep. in this series, uh, Cleveland is really, really a good team. I think Cleveland's one year away from being in that Boston Celtics realm. Now, now, now here's another question for you. Do you think Boston gets out of the East? Because I do think they'll have discussions if they don't get out of the East and they can't beat Milwaukee, they've been pretty patient with their core. What is your gut feeling on – so you said the Warriors win it. Who's coming out of the East? Yeah. I've got a rematch. I've got Golden State and Boston uh, in the finals. Look, Milwaukee, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they emerge in the East, but Boston's really played well against them and won in Milwaukee. We saw it last year in the playoffs in game six with their backs against the wall. They faced an elimination. This year they were able to win in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee, as great as they are defensively, that one of the reasons they're so great is because they're bigs. Brooke Lopez, Giannis, uh, Bobby Portis. Now, Drew Holiday's a fantastic defender, but outside of him, they have guys on the perimeter that have trouble staying in front of you. And that's where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have their way with the Bucks. So I like Boston getting to the finals. As far as discussions breaking up the team, look, obviously there's been talk about Jalen Brown. He hasn't been shy in voicing some of his questions about staying there. But he's a professional. I think if they get to the finals, they obviously have a chance to win it as well. I, I can see this relationship continuing. You know, this isn't the first time there's been questions about Jalen Brown being there. Yeah. His name's been in trade rumors for a few years, and people wonder would he be able to stay there. If he, if he makes noise, if he absolutely wants out, I think a Damian Lillard is a guy you're definitely yeah. looking at. Jalen Brown would fit the timetable of the Blazers, right? They got these young kids emerging like Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. Jalen Brown's fairly young. And Lillard, obviously, would be great in Boston. They've got defenders yeah. that could cover for him, and we know what he brings offensively. And I'd love to see Dame get in a situation like that. And I think if he did, he'd be like Kevin Garnett, like, Man, what what was I waiting for? <laughs> Why didn't I do this earlier? Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I think because Marcus Smart uh Williams protects the rim, Marcus Smart protects right. the backcourt. You and Tatum's a good wing defender. Dame to the Celtics is really interesting. Jalen Brown, again, young healthy guy still, ascending yep. player in the West. Uh Chris Broussard, first things first after our show in 30 minutes. Good seeing you. All right, Kyle. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GainBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GainBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GainBridge.io.